You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We are almost done. Yes. NFL is around the corner. Yeah, this is uh, this is the calm for the storm. I mean, we're almost done if you rename the podcast like 24 fans, because I think that's how many podcasts we're going to end up doing about individual teams. Yeah, there's a few teams who didn't quite make the cut. I think nine of them. But none of them by accident. There's ten we haven't released, but we are releasing one more tomorrow. None by accident. Like, none of the, we didn't like, there was no team we really wanted to do and we didn't find a guest for. It's teams that either stayed pat. Yeah. Or are bad or are boring. Those are the teams we skipped. We figured better to do nothing than to do a bad podcast. Yeah. And to be fair, we discussed some of the boring teams also. <laughs> uh, yeah, we discussed some boring teams, but the point is we didn't skip any interesting teams. Yeah, yeah. Steelers fans aren't complaining. I mean, but that's a team that really Sorry, Steelers. stood pat. There's really not a lot. Yeah. Listen, the Steelers what, could... what's What's new about yeah. the Steelers? Yeah. Uh, but what you, I think what we should do is we should go over every team's over-under, their win total. And then uh, the teams that we did not hit before uh, on a full podcast, we'll spend an extra minute or two. They'll each get their own mini podcast today. Then we'll do our playoff predictions, which we haven't done yet. Uh, And then we could at the end even do week one picks, like quick picks for week one. Sure. You know what else we should do, by the way? I should have probably mentioned this to you before the podcast. Uh, Do you you read Why Your Team Sucks, the Drew McGarry series? Um, uh, Yeah, some of them. Yeah, so I, I sort of kept me and a, and a, a friend of mine, Josh Berliner, we were sort of texting each other back uh-huh. and forth the best lines from this year's series. Okay. So maybe we'll play a game. I'll, I'll read you some of them and you'll try and get. Oh, some we could do that. Let's that. do that in the middle. Let's do that after the wins before we do. Yeah. Before we do the week one. Yeah. Uh, maybe j- tell Josh Berliner to stop texting you and start updating his fantasy team because he stopped. He stopped updating <laughs> his fantasy team in like week four uh, last year. The first time ever we had like a dead team in that league. Yeah, why are you still in that well, league? I, why is yeah. Berliner still allowed to be in that league? That's a better question. And then, yeah. uh, and then, didn't want to come to the the draft. He he, we tr- tried to get someone to find him a, a proxy, but I think he's coming in the end to the auction. All right, um, let's. Should we just go in uh, alphabetical order? Start with uh, the Falcons, with the Cardinals, and the Falcons for win total. Yeah, we can do this however yeah. you want. All right, so care. the Cardinals. We have, we do have to discuss at some point, at least briefly, the thirty-two fans draft. Yeah, we yeah, we could do that. I don't want to open up with that. talking about our fantasy team, but let's yeah. how about we end with that because people don't care. But I do. I yeah. did get a bunch of requests, like asking how it went. 
So at least someone cares, but I don't want to like subject everyone to that. We have a lot to get through. This could be a really long podcast. Yeah. All right. So the Cardinals, that's a team we did not do, right? You have to tell me who I I did most of the podcast, but I don't remember which teams we necessarily did. So tell me if that's a team we didn't talk about. And we'll talk about them a little more. Yeah, we did not do a Cardinals podcast. We have had very bad We've luck. We've had with bad Cardinals luck with Cardinals guests. And the truth is, if we weren't lazy and we asked Will H, there's like, he's a nice guy. There's an 80% chance he would say yes, but we never ask him. Um, yeah, and by the way, Sam, the, the, the Sam Bradford, Josh Rosen, I, I just don't understand what they're doing at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And maybe I can I, I can sort of get on a little rant here just to get us started. So, you know, I, and I was going to discuss this on the Jets podcast, but then I sort of no-showed that one, it, with the question being, should Darnold start? And, of course, the Jets are starting Darnold. Mm-hmm. So Ari Gold, your former podcast the, co-host, this former asked podcast me recently, co-host, yeah. Yeah. He asked me recently if there's, like, an analysis of a whether it's better to start rookie QBs or not. And so at the time that he asked me that, I answered a different question, which was, which was uh, discussed in, a, in an argument, I think, that we had this spring in my AYFFL, which is that if a guy doesn't start, a, start right away, it almost certainly means he's going to be a bust. If you look in this decade, there's been 20 first-round quarterbacks. The only ones who did not start most of their rookie season were Jake Locker, Johnny Manziel, Paxton Lynch, none of whom were in the NFL, and Patrick Mahomes last year. Um, the first three huge busts, Mahomes is trying to be a big exception, but, you know, he was in a unique circumstance because he was on a really good team with, with a good quarterback. Um, the one other guy, by the way, who I don't mention here is Goff, who only started seven games his rookie year. So, you know, he's sort of in between. He played like mm-hmm. half a year. Um, but, but the point is that, like, the only situation in which you should not be playing your, your rookie quarterback is if you have a really, really good team already and you have a good quarterback. And that's rarely the case with teams who draft rookies. Like, that's not the case for the Cardinals. I just don't understand – even if Sam Bradford stays healthy the whole year, like, like what's the benefit here, right? Like, we've discussed this on this podcast, but since the 2011 CBA introduced the fifth-year options and the slotted salaries for rookies, it's basically impossible to win a Super Bowl unless you have a quarterback who's making a below-market deal. Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, Joe Flacco, like, those guys were all on rookie deals. Right. And the only other quarterbacks, by the way, to win the Super Bowl were Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Both had, like, deals that were yeah, much they, lower right. than the market Brady, value, Brady and Manning never – like, Manning could have easily gotten paid $35 million a year on the open market. Yeah. So if your like window is when your quarterback is on his rookie year, rookie mm-hmm. deal to waste, and you know, and obviously look, the Vikings are trying to to be the exception to that rule this year, and the Packers have tried for a while with the greatest QB alive, and we've seen how far that's gotten them. But like you have a window, and so to waste the year of that window with a guy on the bench, you're shortening what's already a tight window. And you know, like ask like Seahawks fans how it feels once that window's closed. So the the Arizona Cardinals are not competing. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals, what's their over under? Five and a half. Yeah. They're five and a half. They went eight so, and eight last year. I don't yeah. know why so, so we're assuming the they're going to be like the worst team in the NFC or the second worst team in the NFC. Well, I'm not saying they're going to be the worst team in the NFC, no, but, but I just don't Vegas understand. Is. I just, yeah, I, it just I and it's the same thing by the way with the Browns with with Terod Taylor. I just, uh, I, you know, I mean, let's look at the Jets last year. Josh McCown had a great season for the Jets last year, mm-hmm. right? They came into the season thinking they were going to go zero and sixteen, maybe. McCown was like an above-average QB by every possible me- measurement, just like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was before him. And so, like, if you're the Jets, who's going to be better in 2018, Josh McCown or Sam Darnold? You could make an argument for Josh McCown, yeah, sure. right? But how does it help the 2018 Jets to have a slightly better Well, what about the David Carr argument, where, like, his career was ruined by just being pummeled, you know, for 70 sacks? Well, okay, so if your offensive line is Well, like, so both of these teams terrible. have bad offensive lines, right? The Cardinals and the Jets, the teams you're talking about. Yeah, well, we've discussed on this podcast this month, like, every team. There's only six teams that don't have Yeah, no, it's teams. a problem. I think the D-lines are better than the O-lines right now, for sure. Yeah. 
I just the only team that I can see that drafted a rookie that should not be playing him, and you know, it by you know, let's say a month into the season at the latest, are the Ravens, and that's because you know Jackson is sort of seen as a bit more of a project, and the 2018 Ravens come in, you know, they have DVOA had him like yeah. six best but, in the league. Yeah, I would argue, I would but argue, way, Allen, even, so, even though he, there's a good chance he's better than Nathan Peterman now, is rawer and maybe shouldn't be playing, and that's a team that also has a bad line and really has no hope. So. Well, I, I, I mean, that team is just beyond help. You know, by the way, A.J. McCarron, Hugh Jackson tried to trade a second and a third round pick for him like less than a year ago. Yeah. And now he couldn't beat out Nathan Peterman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he did. I think they just like I, McCarron, I thought was cl- like clearly the best player in training camp and, and preseason. It was weird that they traded him. I think it's almost like there's no way that Allen could play if McCarron was there. I do think he's better. Listen, he's good enough yeah. to, to have immediately gotten the Raiders backup job. Um, yeah. And by the way, people have been joking about it, but I bet you he he's going to replace David Carr at some point this year. I think. Yeah, we're going to get to the Raiders in a while, but that that's another mess. Um, all right. So, but for five and a half, I'm going to go over. That's just too low of a number for a team that has some talent on defense. Yeah, I'm just going to agree with you. That's you know the lowest teams are the Browns and the Cardinals, and the Cardinals won eight games last year. I don't know what they've done to merit five and a half. It's too low. Yeah. Wait. So you agreed with me? Yeah. That's about all I have to say about them. Yes. You said you're going to disagree with me, but then we both had made the same pick. No. No, I don't think I disagree with you. All right. So what's next? Are we going yeah, we're going alphabetical order. The Falcons, Falcons uh, over-under is nine. The, the the whole numbers are always a yeah. little harder than the half numbers because you're you're yeah. betting on them to go 10 and 6. There's no way on earth I'm betting on the Falcons to go 10 and 6. Now, while the Cardinals, I'm pretty – like, I would definitely bet that over. This, to me, might be a stay away because I think my pick for the Falcons – would be in the nine and seven range, maybe ten and six, but there's no way I'm, I'm going over. But I, but I also like, do you want to bet on the Falcons to finish five hundred this year? Not really. Yeah, I mean, if my choice was over or under, then I, you know, then I, I would take the over. Did we did we do a Falcons but, podcast? Yes, well, you we did, did one, right? You, I, I did didn't that do that one. one. Yeah, you did one. Yeah, yeah. That 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 one that one uh, was released yesterday. Oh, I didn't see you didn't. You or tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, okay. I'm confused. The order. It hasn't been released. No, nah, I'm talking about I'm talking about today, yesterday, relative to when okay. we're releasing this one. I don't know. The the Falcons are playing in the Thursday night game to start the season, and so I'm releasing the pot. I think that, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. Do you, yeah. in your mind are the Falcons without giving away too much of your playoff picks? So the Falcons Super Bowl contenders. So you're yes. going to go over on the nine number. I mean, in my, in my mind, like I have them six in my power ranking. You just now, said you the Ravens 10, are. So oh, you said they're lower. six in DVOA. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, to me, this is a slight stay away, but if I had to pick one or the other, I'm going under. Under? Oh, wow. So so you do not see the Falcons as a contender? Well, because you could push at nine. That's fine. Pushing at nine, to me, is, is which is why I wouldn't I wouldn't bet the, I, you know, and you could, by the way, and it, the numbers aren't totally even, right? You would make more money betting the under, the over than the under here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, to, to me, I think that you have to go over a nine. Okay. Nine. They're still uh, a very good uh, All right. The Ravens at eight. People are sleeping on the Ravens. Someone has to be good in the AFC besides New England. Now, I think a bunch of teams are good, but uh, there's no there's no sort of locked team. The, the Ravens, you know, are, first of all, a Roethlisberger injury from being, like, a pretty serious favorite to win the AFC North. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy going over because you push again at 8-8, eight eight, which is fine. I don't think the Ravens are going to have a losing record. I don't think they're relying on any one person. They lose their quarterback in the first game of the season. Like, Lamar Jackson might be okay. By the way, this is an AFC NFC thing because you know you said you'd go over eight on Baltimore, you go under nine on Atlanta, but no, but you, Atlanta's a much right. Better if team if, a, if Atlanta yeah. joined the AFC North, I'd be happy to pick the over yeah. on their nine number, but 
Yeah, you know they have a they have brutal yeah. schedule, I mean, and I don't. To think To me, the I, I would go over also just because, as you said, it's in the AFC. Somebody's got to win mm-hmm. something. I think they can win nine games. I, there's no way they can win more than nine. And by the way, if I were a Ravens fan, notwithstanding what I just said about the Cardinals, I I, I would rather start Lamar Jackson this year and, and slightly lower my 2018 ceiling as a gamble on possibly increasing mm-hmm. my ceiling like the next. Or even this years. year, if he's good, you could increase it this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, look, Deshaun Watson did when when he couldn't get the job over Tom Savage going into Week One. So, well, the problem uh, is know, they know they have this injury. albatross contract of of Flacco, and like the longer he plays, the longer you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, well, I, I mean, they're going to cut him. I, he he's gone after the season for sure. Right? Uh, who knows? I mean, who knows what they've seen from Lamar Jackson? I haven't heard too much about like how yeah. super high on right. him they are. All right, um, the Bills six. I, this number probably could be trending towards five and a half in a lot of places. I, if you want to bet the over. It wouldn't shock me if you could find five and a half somewhere to bet, you know, to bet them w- to win at six and ten. There's no way I could bet over on the Bills at six and ten because I'd be saying they're going seven and nine, which seems impossible. Even though they went nine and seven last year, they lost Tyrod, who I think we're going to appreciate how good he is because I think he's going to win some games for the Browns. I also, you know, the the line people have discussed they've they've lost everyone. Their receiving core is probably the worst in the league. Like Kelvin Benjamin's going to be out of the NFL next year. Zay Jones hasn't shown anything. McCoy, like, is there a chance McCoy gets suspended still? I don't know. Like, that, probably not yes, this year. There is. Probably not this year, right? I feel like Moore has to. Oh, I think I think it's Zeke Elliott ish. You think? Last year. No. Every week you're wondering why. Yes, but I also think, like, it's that it's further, it's less far along in the process. Like, we might need the legal system yeah. to go further before. Like, this could be a 2019 thing. And he's too old to even, like, he has real incentive to just push this off. Like, Zeke eventually was going to have to By face way, let's, this. Let's talk about the. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the Bills for a yeah. second. Um, you know, I had my AYFFL, my, my long-time fantasy football league draft mm. last night. You and I are also in a 32-team league. Yeah. Let me let me tell you some of the starters on Moro's team and tell me if this would be a good team in a 32-team league. All right, he is starting in fantasy football in a 12-person league. Nathan Peterman, Bilal Powell, Keelan Cole, and two tight ends. Your brother, your brother really messed up, and there's no way to start two tight ends in, in our league because it's it wasn't like a W slash T like a wide receiver tight end slot, and I ended up because yeah. they were really yeah. cheap dra- drafting Zach Ertz and Evan Ingram. Um, yeah, I saw you do that. Yeah. Anyway, you also have too many quarterbacks in the. Yeah, but I'm going to trade. I'll be able to trade a quarterback for a receiver. I have no receivers. Yeah, I, I'll be able to figure uh, that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, the the Bills. They're going into the season with Nathan Peterman. We saw what Nathan Peterman can yeah. do last. How excited are the Chargers that they get to they get to see Peterman again after the famous five interception half again in yeah. week two? Like, is it is it is it possible that Nathan Peterman will start two and only two games in his NFL career and they'll both no because that's week two. He would have to start a third. Game. He has to start the opener. So, oh, oh that's two. probably yeah, week yeah. two. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, but oh. he could have three three games. Two of them are five interception halves against the Chargers. Like, how bad is Allen that, yeah. <laughs> that he couldn't beat out Peterman? Um, I'm yeah. going. But the, we knew this. We Pounding knew this the under on Bill Six. Maybe my, we'll see as we go along. But as of now, my best bet. I, you, can't, you can't have best bet under at a six. It's just it's a really low number. I mean, I could see the Bills winning seven games because, you know, they're, yeah, in, a they're in a crappy division. division. They're in a crappy conference. But, uh, You're telling me that they don't, they don't split with the Jets and Dolphins? That's two wins I mean, right there. they'd be lucky to split with the Jets and Dolphins. But those are their, easy, those are yeah, their four easiest I don't know. games. By the way, Akiva, I have a yeah. question for you. Uh, so this year we have a listener named Sam from New Zealand. Why should Sam be a fan of the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Should we do that for all those teams? Uh, 
Yeah, and the Cardinals I th- also. Well, the Cardinals, I think he shouldn't. I just don't. I, I like unless you yeah. wanted to be like really like an indie pick. The the only Cardinals fan anybody knows is a guy from St. Louis who roots for the team, even though they left St. Louis three like three. I think ago. Um, it would in terms of like oh you're a bandwagon fan that m- they might be thirty second because there's nothing trendy about the Cardinals at all, but they've also never won. Well, Sam Rosen. Josh Rosen. Sam Rosen's an if, announcer. If you're, or, yeah, excuse me, Josh Rosen. Yeah, if you're a fan of the chosen people. True. You know, this could be the best Jewish quarterback since Jay Fee. True. Um, well, really, since Sid Luckman. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if he's the best quarterback since Sid Luckman. Well, he, that just yeah. means he's better than Jay Fiedler. That's not that great. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, the Bills would be a cool pick. Like, if we're just speaking to Sam, right, they lost four Super Bowls in a row. Uh, they've never won. They they looked like they were in, moving in the right direction last year. I just they look at times they look like they're moving to Canada, so they'd be part of yeah, the Commonwealth. Yeah, that's true. I assume is New Zealand I don't a Commonwealth? I think so. Probably. Is New Zealand part, part of? No, I'm not. Not. I don't think they are honestly, but they might be. I have no idea. Um, yeah. So the Bills are interesting. I don't think like going from New Zealand to Buffalo. First of all, definitely not a direct flight. Second of all, like, I don't know if that's where Sam, because Sam is thinking about going to a game, maybe, or at least, can, like, that has to be in his, like. I mean, I've been to a Bills game yeah. in Buffalo, and then I haven't been to that. Yeah, so that's. Um, so, I, I, I. By the way, New Zealand is part well, of the you're bu- You're Zealand buying very low, but you might have to wait a long time for them to be good, if not ever. Yeah. Um, by the way, I would have guessed there were, like, 14 Commonwealth mm-hmm. countries. Yeah. There's, like, 60. Wow. I forgot that, like, all of Africa was controlled at some wow. point. Still? By, they're uh, still Britain. technically under control? That's yeah, crazy. No, no, it's part of the Commonwealth. The you know the Commonwealth is sort of like this confederation uh-huh. of 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 you know like Canada is part of the Commonwealth. All right, the Panthers. Their number is nine. They went eleven and five last year. Again, another whole number that's tricky because are you really betting on the Panthers to go ten and six? Like we, Atlanta and New Orleans are in this division. Yes, maybe the worst team is in yeah. this division. Uh, you can't go. You cannot go over. Yeah, because you're basically saying like they've got a good chance of winning the division, and I don't know. Like they could be good. Well, how does it work? Can you push? Can you bet? To hit the number on Vegas over unders when they're even numbers, you can't. But that should be a bet. Yeah, you can. You yeah, like yeah, and yeah, yeah. You could like like five to one to go exactly nine and seven. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I, I would do that for Carolina. I think that nine is the best. But for teams that that's their whole number, the odds won't be great. Like you're not getting great odds on that bet. Probably it could be like three point something to one. I don't know. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I. I t- why Why should Sam be a Panthers fan? You know they have. A, Look, David Tepper just became a yeah. They have a cool. They have a cool. They have a they have a cool quarterback who might be around for a long time. They don't have a lot of other exciting players on the team. They have a coach who likes to make big gambles. Again, he might not be around for so long, but unless yeah. you know this, if this year goes poorly, uh, they've never won, so you don't have the bandwagon factor. I think uh, it's a decent it's well, a decent they, yeah. option. Carolina is a pretty uh, progressive city like place right now in in the bigger in like some of the bigger cities. It's sort of like a, a, like this Seattleish like quieter hub of of like progressivism. If he's interested in that, but Charlotte, all it's known for is no, Lake I think like uh, Durham and stuff like that, like the college type places. Um, uh, and obviously yeah. like the the actual government people are are bad. Um, uh, yeah, Carolina. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I it, to me, it's weird because Cam Newton's an exciting player, but to me, they're one of the most boring teams to watch. Yeah, yeah. So have we had any disagreement? So Atlanta, we had a disagreement, right? Because I said I would go over, you went under. Baltimore, we both leaned over. Buffalo, oh, oh Buffalo was a big disagreement. You say under, I say yeah. over. Carolina, Carolina, I, I really want to push it, but if I had to, under, but not a best bet. If I was only betting fifteen of these, yeah. I would also stay away from that one. The yeah. Bears are six and a half. Mr. Bisky, the ninth best QB right. in football. 
They went five and eleven yeah. last. And by year. the way, let's talk about the Khalil Mack trade for a yeah. second. And and it, I think it's more newsworthy from the Oakland perspective because it shows how like just what a dumpster yeah. fire. That's yeah, people are talking be. about the Raiders weirdly but, more than the how it affects the Bears. Yeah, well, because here's the thing: like the Bears fans, you know, like Josh Cantor, for example, he's now convinced that the Bears are like winning the, you know, making the playoffs and build like a Super Bowl okay. contender. Like, let's slow your roll. He, he had ten and a half sacks last year. He's a very good player. He's he's one of the better, one of the best defensive, you know, pass rushers in the league. He's not going to like add three wins to your team. That's just not how football works. Right. Um, I, right. And you better hope you're not bad because you don't have your first-round picks. Like, God forbid if you guys are actually terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, listen, yeah, two Trubisky could stink, and it and doesn't matter how good Khalil Mack is. You're not going to do better than 8-8, eight and eight, especially in a brutal NFC, especially in a, in a really tough NFC North. Um, well, what do, you, what do you do on the line? So the over yeah, I'm going to go over, but, but it's so tricky because you're really making a bet on, on Trubisky's growth. Now, getting get, yeah. going from Fox to anybody, like Nagy will has a good chance to win Coach of the Year if they just like you know steal the six slot with like nine and seven somehow or something. Um, I, I'm going to go over, but it, like, listen, if Trubisky sucks, this team could be four and twelve. If he's mediocre, yeah, I'm they could the easily be eight and eight, even with like a mediocre Trubisky. So I'm going over. I I don't see how they get to eight and eight unless Aaron Rodgers is injured again or you know I I don't know I just don't see it. How many games are they going to be favored in? Like four, five? This team is going to be an underdog almost every week. Yeah. They're in a tough division. They're in a tough conference. You know, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not, Ninth I, best you know, QB I'm, in the NFL. It's, exci- it's exciting if you're a Bears fan to get a guy like Leo back, I understand. But, like, you know, I just – Also, I, like, I how much impact is he going to have, like, weeks right one and two when he hasn't, like, been in training camp yeah. or anything? All right, the Bengals. I, I mean, what, what does he need? His goal is to go sack. It's true. You know. The Bengals, six and a half. That's a really low number. I would have thought that number was at least seven and a half. So, if, I mean, for that alone, I think you almost have to bet the over. Like, the Bengals could have a bad year. Marvin Lewis could get fired. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, and, you know, at seven and nine, yeah. and they're still going Impossible. over. How depressing must it be to be a Bengals fan to know, like, your greatest run in your franchise's history was, first of all, it's passed and it's done, but it was a run of losing in the first I mean, you're forgetting that they made the Super Bowl twice in the 80s. Like, we're really sweeping that under yeah, the rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I'll just say, if but you're like our age and you year, didn't see that, were, then your best run was yeah. was was no playoff wins, basically. Yeah, yeah. If if you don't know who John Candy is, then uh, for sure it's been the best. Uh, I'm going to go over this, but I'm not high on the Bengals at all. I mean, they won seven last year, so the question is, can they repeat seven? You know, I think they can get to seven. I think they can even get to eight. Sort of the argument we made for Baltimore. You know, they're not good, and but their division's not good. Their conference is not good. I guess if push comes to shove, I would say over, but yeah, it's not a number I'm excited about. All right, uh, the Browns at five and a half. If you're going, if you're betting over, you're betting on them to improve by six games at least over last year, which seems yeah. insane. That would be historic. That would be. A, it could. Yeah. You know, they could go eight and eight, and that's like an all-time growth. Inf- infinitely I mean, more games. Look, they have a competent quarterback. It's really, it's they really jarring. Like you watch Hard Knocks, stuff. and it's crazy how many like famous players they have. You know, how many like big names are all over the team. Like, you know, well, I, I mean, do they? Well, first of all, like Josh, just it, like even the running back group, which is got, got no, no Miles Garrett. I mean, are these guys that famous? Yeah. I'm saying how many like how many like name players they have? They have like as many as almost any team in the league. Oh, my God. What, I would say that they have fewer than any team. Like, who, who are their name players? Who OK, name how about players? this? You are fewer. You name famous players on the Panthers and I'll name famous players on the Browns. And we'll go back and forth until one of us is done. Baker Mayfield, you go. Well, because he was just the number one pick, yeah. you're saying? Okay, yeah. fine. So Baker, okay, Tyrod Taylor. 
Okay, Luke. Yeah, Keekley. you're about to lose. Uh, all right, jo- what? Are you, Luke Keekley's one of the yeah, best. I know. Five you're almost out. Jarvis NFL. Landry. I'm not almost out. Christian McCaffrey. Okay, Carlos Hyde. Uh, Greg Olson, four thousand yard seasons in a row. Miles Garrett. Um, Ryan Khalil, Pro Bowl mm-hmm. center. Uh, Denzel Ward, the fourth pick in the draft. Um, oh, Julius Peppers. He's a future Hall of Famer. Pe- by the way, Peppers is not still on the team, is he? I think he's retired. He's not? No, your fourth guy was the guy who was retired. Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers. Oh, he is on the team. I lied. He's 38? He's a starting defensive That's end. That's insane. Yeah. We, did we wow. talk about the Panthers? Yeah. No, we, we did not. We should have. Could have talked about Peppers. Peppers took eight years off from being on the Panthers and is, is, is still on the team. I kind of just assumed he retired. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but like I could say Duke Johnson, you could say Nick Chubb, the the guy they just drafted. Like, well, hold on. Duke Johnson is not exactly what, he's a famous player. What makes him famous? Injoku. I mean, the Panthers have <laughs> C.J. Anderson. Is he famous? Like, what the hell? Well, how right. are you? They have they now? have more big names than than a lot of other teams. No, yeah, I don't. I don't agree. All right. So anyway, five and a half. I'm definitely going over. My prediction for the Browns is that they go eight and eight this season. Uh, it's just it's such a low number, but they've been so bad for so long. Uh, it's just I've never been less. Uh, Hugh Jackson seems like a really nice yeah, guy, a moron, really a nice moron. Coach. I mean, he's literally got. He, well, I wouldn't say he's a moron. I think he's a. I think he's a great quarterback. Yeah, yeah, coach. he's over promoted. Like uh, by the way, Todd Haley was yeah. once that too. Like and uh, you know, yeah, Greg Williams like just Todd being Haley's a human being. Example, yeah. He was over promoted from not being. Yeah, yeah that's an over promotion um, for him. Yeah, yeah. so I, and he's got two guys who are like circling for his job midseason if they're two and five. Also. It's like it's like Game I mean, who's going to get that job between Haley and Williams? I, I think it would have to be Haley because I don't think it has to be Haley. No, yeah, nobody's. Gonna yeah, I don't think you could do it. But by the way, I, I could see the offense and defense of that team. Going oh yeah, there might be like a day. I'm yeah. surprised it hasn't happened. That would be like the greatest. <laughs> there could be like a Game of Thrones esque civil war on that team. Like it might have happened, yeah. and maybe they kept under wraps. Like like the offense and defense meeting rooms just like get into like one of these brawls in in, in the in the building. Like it could definitely happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so sorry, Browns. Bless them. I guess I'm not going to take under on five and a half. It's just too low. But yeah, I, I, say, I think, think they're going eight and eight. Yeah, okay. You All right, Cow- the Cowboys number is always too high. It's eight and a half. There's no way I'm, I'm going over eight and a half. Yeah, it's that's insane. the public. The Cowboys are going to... The s- only strength they have uh, is their offensive uh, line, and now that's not a strength. So the Cowboys are going to be in last place in the NFC East. That's one of my first hot takes from the season. They're going to go five and 11. Uh, the offensive line appears to be falling apart. Uh, I, I I have no problem with Dak, but like they're also relying on a never healthy, super old linebacker. Um, they have a good pass rush; that's great. But I, I just did you see Bill Barnwell go to war on Twitter in defense? Yeah, of, no, uh, Dak, Dak is really good. Carson Dak is Wentz. I have no problem with Dak. Yeah, uh, I, I, his argument is correct. It's just it's a really hard time. Yeah, to that no, he, yeah, Dak could struggle this year just because he's got no receivers. Like that, like we talked about the Bills having the worst receiving core, like. Alan Hearns, Terrence Williams. I mean, that's trash. That's horrendous. Now we were. I'm. I. I've never been. You have. You have Michael Gallup. In, I believe. I. Be, I believe I have him in six leagues or something out of seven. I'm in seven fantasy that's leagues. Insane. Well, I've, I've only five. One is still has to draft. I actually had to cut him. By the way, league, it's yeah. interesting that you have him in six leagues because he's only owned nationwide. In yeah, seven in seven. I, I literally, well, not every, yeah. you know, the 32-team league. He's, he's, we don't own him in the 32-team league. He's like the key person on our team, I would argue. We need him to be better than Devontae Parker just to, just to breathe. Yeah. That's a WR one. Um, yeah, so Cowboys, I'm definitely going under. I think you are too. Yeah, not a lot to say there. 
that has the, the Broncos. We didn't do a Broncos podcast, or we did? No, we we did not. You know, I just it's hard to be excited about this team when Case Keenum's the best quarterback you've had since Peyton Manning. That's you know that's not clear. well. He's better than than the Peyton Manning we saw at the very end. Um, yeah, that's uh, true. I just this is a tough is number. This, this number is seven. Is a, that's a really tough number because I think a lot of people would predict them to go seven and nine. So I don't know what to do here. Yeah, I would say over yeah. because I I see. Them yeah, as and an what and you have the Raiders who like could absolutely collapse and like you know they're probably not the worst team in the division. So now the third place team, the AFC West, is it insane for them to go eight and eight? Yeah, this is so, the AFC West is so boring to me. It's, they're all eight and eight. It I, is boring. Just, we we did a Raiders podcast uh, and we did a Chiefs one. We didn't do the Chargers right, and we definitely didn't do the Broncos. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think Keenum is definitely going to regress. I, you know, he was in a system which seems to make quarterbacks seem they're better than they are, and now he's going to a system which makes quarterbacks like not able to play football. I don't know. Yeah. By the way, Paxton Lynch out of the NFL mm-hmm. as a. I mean that that's much worse than like you know Christian Hackenberg because he was well he was only picked like fifteen picks before Hackenberg was. Oh, is Hackenberg a sec- second, second round pick? pick? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't picked that much. That's it was horrible. I mean. I know it's been discussed in this podcast before, but like the Jets in the second round, there's something like that's like it is it is insane. And and again, like with this, we we've crossed this road before. Like Pro Football Focus had him had a can't draft him grade on on Hackenberg before the draft. Um, yeah. it, it's I, it, I mean the Vikings traded up to get Tavares Jackson in the mm-hmm. second round when he was projected to be like fifth round or later, and that always mm-hmm. bothered me. But say what you will, he was in the NFL for yeah, and he day. showed ability. Like I see why you could see Tavares Jackson yeah. play and say like, oh, he started his ceiling games. could have been really, yeah. really high. Um, there was yeah. great. Hagenberg had no not, 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 marketable NFL skill. Yeah, I mean we've never seen Paxton Lynch play, but you know that's indicative of uh, all right. The a seven for the Broncos. Uh, I'm going over, but it's a it's a very yeah. It, it, that seven, I could, the number leans towards six and a half, uh, based on based on the. Uh, yeah, the it's, minus it's, it's, mi- it's well, it's minus one seventy. Yeah. yeah, to take the over. Okay, uh, so. I think the Broncos of the NFC or the Lions, who we also didn't do a podcast about, right? Uh, yeah. They're number seven and a half. It is a really tough division. If you think the the Bears are going to be a seven or eight win team, well, someone has to lose the games in that division because it's probably not going to be the Vikings yeah. or the Packers. I think I have to go under. Yeah, I mean the stats been going around a lot that Stafford, which you've said on the podcast, is six and fifty one against teams with winning records, which almost seems impossible. Um, yeah, it's very it's, bad. It, it's it's not great, and I don't know how much you want to blame. Uh, I mean, you called the Lions the Broncos of the NFC. I call the Lions the Ravens. Of no, the, the Ravens have had success. You can't say that. The Ravens have. Had, I'm, I'm no. I'm saying right now. Always I'm saying look this the year, same coming into the year. Because like, just Detroit and Baltimore to me are like. In fact, did, where did I rank them in our preseason power rankings? I had Detroit 18, Baltimore 16. Yeah, I think they're like right in the middle, and I think both. I think Detroit could be 10 and six in the AFC, but they're in the AFC, so. Uh, you know, seven and nine. What do you, I, I, I got I got a couple laughs when I said carry on Johnson, their rookie running back. If Chris Byrne was still around, he would uh, he he would uh, have named him carry on my wayward Johnson. I think that's pretty good. Oh, that's yeah. not bad. That's pretty um, good. I, I, they, yeah. But this team has never. I was I was thinking of like like a luggage joke. Like yeah, uh, Riddick and yeah, Riddick and and uh, and Amir Abdullah and all those guys like didn't really pan out. Like they really do need a running back because they have quality receivers. Golden Tate, one of the least, one of the most underrated players in the league. Marvin Jones is actually really good, also. Yeah, I mean they they haven't had a good running back in in at least yeah. a decade, basically so since Sanders retired. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know what to do with this line. It's actually a dead. It's at minus one fifteen each way, so it's dead on at seven and a half. Uh, so it's not even leaning anyway. They did go nine and seven last year. I don't think it's crazy yeah. to say that they're going to go seven and nine. Like I don't. I, 
Yeah, I'm leaning towards uh, my under. pick for them is I'm seven leaning, and nine. I'm leaning towards under. So yeah, I, I, go I under, lean under also. Not with any with uh, degree of confidence. Staying in the division, the Packers, who went seven and nine last year, that's without Aaron Rodgers. How many games did Rodgers miss? Was it eight? Because he was unsure. He played seven. Yeah, he missed nine. He played Why? Seven. Did he missed the last game also because they were out of it. Did he skip that week seventeen? No, he missed it because he was injured. Yeah, but didn't well, didn't he go on short term IR for eight games? So like, wouldn't he come back? Yeah, they thought about whether. He could uh, anyway, back, so yeah. they went they, seven to nine with without him for half the season. Their numbers ten, which means you have to predict they're going over, which is insane, and I'm not doing because uh, they're not going to win their division. So it's insane to say they're going to win eleven games. It, it, it's really tough because here's the thing: it, if they get sixteen games out of Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, you have to assume they're probably going to win. Yeah, but I don't. I I think eleven is is a bridge too far for me. I'm going I'm going under. And certainly fine with a push here. You know, and this is sort of you know, like I've been I've been sort of becoming anti Devontae Adams from a fantasy. Yeah, I, I do think he may have peaked year, last so. year. I'm also anti Devontae Adams right now. He peaked never having had a yeah, thousand. Yards I agree. Catches why? In a like, why is he going that high? And maybe it's because there's a lot. He's maybe in that tier of like the next fifteen guys who are all kind of even. You know, how many times have the Packers won more than ten games in the last seven years? The answer yeah. is once. So even if they have a healthy Aaron Rodgers, you know, they won 10 games in 2016. They won 10 games in 2015. Like, why are we assuming that that's like, you know. I, I also, and I don't want to, like, this is a little bit of like a take because they just gave him $200 million. Years. But yes, Brady, Manning, and, and Breeze all aged really well. That doesn't mean there's a guarantee in a league where everyone's aging poorly and Rodgers is more injury prone than the three guys I just mentioned. Yeah. Oh, the three guys we just mentioned, other than entire, other, other than the ACL, they had zero injuries Brady their whole and career, Payton, They never missed games. True. Yeah, there's, there's, there's like there is reason to think that Rodgers is is, is going to fall off his like impossible to sustain peak. I'm not saying you will, but like he runs around. Yeah, he, he runs around. Obviously, much runs more than one of those, those guys. guys. That has to stop now that he's 34. Yeah. I think. Um, listen, and Rodgers could win MVP this year. That doesn't mean he's you know he's not going to be out, you know. Yeah, he's, he's he's when healthy, he's the best quarterback so, in the NFL. I'm I'm, I'm going under. I've got no problem. Yeah, uh, Texans eight and a half. That to me, that number is. And by the way, I think I predicted the Packers to win 11 games, but, you know, still, but that's their ceiling. And also, they're like the rich man's Colts, 2-53. to 53. Yeah. Eight, eight, and, uh, eight and a half for the Texans. Uh, I'm going over. We did a Texans podcast, right? Yes. Who, who's our Been guest? Who did we do the Texans? No, no, you're just embarrassing us. Why? I don't remember who our guest was. I wasn't on that one, was I? Only you I don't remember who we talked to. Oh, it was Michael um, Weston, okay. wasn't it? No, Weston. Oh. I don't know. Um, I, 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 I'm, I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna have to delete this. It's, it's really stupid. We sound really dumb. We've done too many of these. Eight and a half. That's, I'm, they're going over. They're, they're going to win more than eight games. They're going to have a winning record. I think that's obvious. It's Matthew Weston, not Michael. Oh, Weston. Matt Weston. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, eight and a half. So you are taking the over on Houston. I think this is one where we disagree. Yeah, I mean, you really love me. You had a number five in your power rankings, which to me is way mm-hmm. too high. I think they're a nine and seven team. You know, I don't know. Uh, I, I this I I don't I can't bet on this one. I think eight and a half is the right number. Um, all right, so we get to stay in the division for a while because we have the Colts and the Jaguars. So six and a half for the Colts. I'm going under. We talked about two hundred fifty three for eight years. What about one to fifty three? And Andrew Luck might not be that good. You've been beating this drum for a long time. Uh, I think this is yeah. could easily be a six and ten team. Not one of my best bets because the Colts could easily slip to eight and eight. And it wouldn't shock me. There's no way they could slip to like 11 and 5. So I'm not that nervous. But yeah. uh, I, I would definitely go under here. It's a low number. Right. The odds and, show that it's pretty you know, close to 7. I, I'm, not, I'm not as high on Houston or Jacksonville right. as you are. You see them both as like Super Bowl yeah. contenders. I mm-hmm. really don't. So I think I'm actually – I'm going to take the over. Okay. 
the well, I'm going over on the Jaguars, who are nine. Are you going under on the Jaguars? You know, the problem with the Jaguars, and that's a podcast that we just released uh, yesterday. I, I wasn't think, on that one, right? Is that, they, yeah, they were very, very healthy last year, like incredibly mm-hmm. healthy. They missed, I think, like two games the entire season from their defense. Their receivers were obviously very unhealthy, uh, but that's continued. They won 10 games last year with Blake Bortles playing the best he's ever played in his career. I don't know why we're assuming that's going to happen again. Right? I, I don't love their offensive coordinator. I don't like their play calling. I, I, I think their defense is, is just is going to be worse because it's, it's not going to be as healthy as it was last year. I would take the honor on Jacksonville. I mean, rem- you have to remember, I'm betting way, on Blake still, Bortles. They're the, thir- they're, the third best, they're the third best team in the AFC. Who's, who's the Jag- but, I think Henny um, moved to a different team. So who's their backup quarterback? Behind Bortles. Behind Bortles. I'll check it up. But anyway, I'm going. I'm definitely going over on the Jaguars. To me, that's an obvious bet because they go 9-7, and seven, you push. I'm more than fine with that. There's, I don't think there's any way. I mean, no one has ever put— It's Cody Kessler, oh, by yeah, the way. Yeah, maybe I'm going. Oh, I did read somewhere that eight teams in the league, one quarter of the NFL has a former Brown as their number yeah, two yeah, quarterback. Yeah, 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 and he is one of them. And he's, they're the only two guys yeah. on the roster. Do they they see one of the things about That's having such a stack defense is they don't really rely on anybody. They don't have I mean you could argue other I mean see Bortles cuz Cody Kessler sucks and Fournette because TJ Yeldon we've we've seen enough to know he's he's sort of league average mediocre backup. Although they were fine, you know, in the games that Fournette missed. There is, yeah, uh the line is good. Def- the defense has backups who could start for every team in the league. Um yeah, I don't know about that. They I mean they do. Marcel Darius would play for teams. Uh they like Michael right, I'm taking the under on Jacksonville. So okay. We're on the opposite sides of this one. All righty. Uh, okay. Uh, let's go to the AFC West for a little while. The Chiefs at eight and a half and then the Chargers at nine and a half. Let's talk about them together. Uh, to me, they're the only two teams you yeah. could discuss in terms of who's going to win the division. I've been going back and forth for who I think is going to win the AFC West. But the eight and a half number is just so low. So I think even if you could pick the Chargers and still go over eight and a half for the Chiefs. So I think I would... It's almost insane because I would almost like go under for the Chargers, over for the Chiefs, but then still pick like the Chargers over the Chiefs at nine and seven. Well, I don't understand what has happened, where all this Chargers hype came from in the last few weeks. Like we didn't do a Chargers podcast because to me they're the same as True. they've always been. But I think part of I it mean, is like brought they have the Gates receivers, back. Mike and Terrell Williams, who are like big and and still have a lot of upside. Uh, Gordon actually played last year. Well, no, Terrell Williams. No, Terrell Williams is post hype. He's he, there's no more upside. Of um, Gates. People Michael are excited Williams, that Gates obviously. is back. Like he's a league average tight end still. <laughs> um, and they and they they have a pass rush. Like they're they're a nightmare to, to play against because they can get to the quarterback. Yeah, Joey Bosa is really yeah, really good. Really good. And um, could get better I, this I just, year. He could be the defensive player of the year. I don't. I don't think any team in this division is a double digit. Well, I think both team, these so teams are about nine and seven, and they're going to fight for it. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't bet hard on either of these, but I'm going to say over on the Chiefs at eight and a half, and under on the Chargers at nine and a half. But again, I might still pick the, yeah. the Chargers when, when we say who's going to lose I, the division. I, I agree with you on both because I think both are a nine and seven team in possible. All right, staying in LA, the Rams are at ten. It's very hard to go over ten because you have to basically say that they're going to go eleven and five, meaning that Goff is not going to have the big decline that we all think he's going to have. Again, they could have a good year at ten and six. Their record last year was eleven and five. They were probably more of a ten and six yeah. team. Um. The track record of teams who you know win the offseason in terms of free agency is not great. Now, as we said, they're doing the right thing. They have the window of golf. They have basically the next three seasons to compete, yeah. and they're all in. Golf and Gurley not, not getting paid yet, although he's getting paid just by being like an early-ish yeah. Uh, pick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, t- it's a real, this, is, By the way, this is the toughest for me so far, I think. This is a tough number. Yeah, I, I have them winning 10 games. 
So it's tough. I'm going to go under because I, I just think there's a – well, how about this? Is there a better chance they end up the year 9-7 and seven or 11-5? and five? It's really close. I think it's better chance they go eleven and five than nine. I'm and seven. sort of, but I think there's a much. But yeah. hold on, but I think there's a much better chance that they go eight, eight or less. Yeah. I'm going to go under, but with zero degree of confidence, and fine if I push it ten and six. The, the yeah, no, the I Dolphins agree. are six and a half. A lot of the power rings that I've seen come out in the last few days have the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills all in the bottom five, which is fair. But obviously, all three teams will not end up being like one of those teams is going to end up being a, a league average team. Um. Yeah, I mean, that hasn't been true for most of the last few Well, years. there's never been a year where they were all three trash, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the Bills made the playoffs it's last year. It's, it's very hard because they have so many easy games against each other. The, uh, the Bills last year, one of the worst, although the Titans also. I mean, the, the teams that made the wild card of the AFC were oh, so yeah. terrible. Oh, yeah. Both of them were horrible. Listen, the Titans f- f- yeah. freaking fired their coach after making the playoffs and winning a playoff game. Yes, so that yes. shows you what the AFC Throwing was. touchdown passes there. to themselves. Um, yeah, the six and a half number is really low. I think people are really low on Tannehill. Uh, by the way, if you play in two QB leagues like Chester and I do, Tannehill is being really undervalued. I think he's he's yeah. gonna he's 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 if he's your in a twelve team league, if he's your QB two, you're doing totally fine, and you probably got him for less than than some really crappy players. Like he could have a better year than Andy Dalton without question. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go over on the Dolphins. I, I, you know, I was the biggest gay stan. I, I famously predicted them to win the Super Bowl two years ago. Um, you still are. No, you, I'm not predicting the Dolphins to make the playoffs. He's also post hype. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, people are going to start like pe- people are going to get excited about the Jets if Darnold has a good first game. But like the Jets have so so many holes that no like the Jets just have like unbelievably bad pass rush and an unbelievably bad O line and I and like that's literally the way the Super Bowl teams are building around and the, not easily fixed because the pass rushers as you could tell by the Khalil Mack trade are lit, are impossible to find. There's eight of them in the whole NFL and they cost like your entire like they basically cost the same as a quarterback and O line that's five guys like you can't just replace it overnight. It's really tough. And those guys are insanely expensive in in free agency. Look at what the Giants had to pay Nate Solder, who's like a league average left tackle who's old. So, anyway, going over on the Dolphins. Uh, let's talk about your Minnesota Vikings. That number's ten. I'm going over. I, I just don't. I don't see them going nine and seven. Like they lost Cook last year. People forget. Like they could be better. Dalvin Cook was great when he was playing, right? Yeah. Okay. So just to wrap up on the Dolphins, I'm actually going to go okay. under, which is surprising because six and a half. It is, is so, so low. low. But I mean, you're basically getting on I, I just, betting on Gase getting fired, which to me seems weird. I just I don't I don't see them going. You, so you're saying Gase will get fired if they go six and ten? I'm assuming Gase gets fired. So you're betting uh, the Gase who was like being how how much how much attention does Steve Ross pay to this team? Even no, he pays a lot of attention. I mean, does he? Because like like I, I, I'm convinced. And I mean, he's I, a hands off owner. He's this, a hands off owner. But like he cares much more about the Michigan football team than he does. Ah, uh, that's though. tricky. That's tricky. Well, first of all, no one should care about the Michigan football team anymore. No offense, Robbie. Um, yeah. Season the season ended. One. Although Robbie pre- prepared, Robbie did a very good job on the podcast. If people, I know a lot of people are not yeah. college football fans, but he really did a good job. We could that could have been like five hours because we could have done every team. I realized after we forgot to talk about Arizona State, which was a huge flop on my part because I we had a, yeah, and he wanted he wanted to play the roster game with the with yeah. Michigan because he knows all hundred guys. Yeah, in that no, team he does because he follows recruiting. Um, yeah, I I think. Well, listen, Jim Harbaugh could coach the Dolphins next year. Maybe he could go the – people think that, you know – That's what that's what He I'm could saying. go the I, other I way. I honestly don't think Stephen Ross He could go – like, they could fire Gase and hire Harbaugh. Wouldn't, wouldn't right, That's me. enough talk. About yeah, all right. So the Vikings, I have over 10. What, what are you doing? 13-3 and three last year, getting back their most dynamic offensive player. Yeah, so you said they could be better. Here's the thing. Like, Case Keenum's – Well, they're not going to be better than 13-3, so obviously. Let's, let's start there. Yeah. 
here's the problem. So Case Keenum, like, you know, you he had so many of these throws last year where he would just sort of float it up there. And then Thielen or Diggs would just go make a play on uh-huh. the ball. And and so, you know, he was and I hate to say this because I'm in, I'm in, I'm indebted to him forever for what he did against the Saints. But like he wasn't good last right. year. He Listen, he got good. exposed when they played against a really good defense. Like the Saints were a good team, but they're not a great defense with a pass rush. And well, he, but I mean, he played well against a lot of good defenses during the regular yeah. season. Yeah, I, I mean, listen. It, well, if if it wasn't Case yeah. Keenum getting exposed, then you have bigger fish to fry because that was you know you but got destroyed in a, in a playoff game. That's not great. I never knew this because you know I didn't follow him that much. I guess when he was in Washington. But Kirk Cousins is like nationally like one of the most polarizing players in the yeah. NFL. People seem to either love him or hate him. Well, you mean per, like personally or on the field? No, no, no. As a player, what they well, yeah, what their opinion of him. I as think a player, I listen. I think. He, off the field, he's the most vanilla milk toast right. Guy he's in the a universe. nerd. I think Keenum. Listen, yeah. I, the, it's a it's a system team, and Cousins is a better quarterback than Keenum. So, like, just physically, so I can't imagine the issue with this team. It's a little bit like Jacksonville. Like, they they were very healthy on defense, and because they're paying Cousins so much, they don't have the depth mm-hmm. really. So they have like you know seven or eight. Well, that's good for a team that is already like got hit by really hard by injuries in the preseason, and historically seems yeah. to get hit really hard by injuries during the season. Yeah, I mean the the problem with this team is I think they're going to be made or break, uh, broken by the by the tackles and by the offensive. I think Diggs catches a hundred passes. I think line. Diggs has a monster year. Thielen probably regresses a little oh, bit. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, from your mouth to God's ears, I hope it's over. But I guess I would take the over because again, I think eleven is more likely than nine. But I think. I mean, how fun is it coming to the year with a Super Bowl contender? Anything could happen. The season could end week one with like bad injuries. But like, it's yeah. fun going to the year. Yes, I'm really, really excited for football yeah. to start. Especially, it's quite clear to me that the Timberwolves, you know. Short window of relevance was very very short and it's basically yeah. done. Jimmy Butler's. On I mean, the, even uh, if Jimmy Butler fired. clones himself, that they yeah. can't they can't win. Yeah, the, so it the, doesn't matter. The twi- the twins are in purgatory yeah. and uh, you know so wild or whatever. The the links their their run of dominance came to a close. So yeah. Um. All right. The Patriots. I'm all, I'm all very missed. Patriots like, at eleven. I'm going over. Uh, listen, the Brady thing could end at any time, and, mm-hmm. and we're hoping it does. But until I see it, I'm not going to bet against it. Yeah, eleven is the highest over under, and I just don't see a way you can bet the under. I mean, I really they have don't. six games that 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 are going to be like at least eight and a half point favorites in if if they you know according to the lines today I think right. Pats at Jets are yeah. they they're not more than the seven point favorite right now. We're at Dolphins. I think they are probably on the road against. Yeah, so I'm saying like they're I don't know they're a seen. massive and and they have the easy schedule in football because they play a lot of bad teams outside the division. Um, yeah. By the way, in my guessing the lines this week, you said you'd already see the yeah. lines. I did not do so great. I was like over. I was like twenty-one points off or something like that cumulatively. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was surprised. Bill and Sal have not I'm released a bit, the. I mean, by the time people are listening to the. Yeah, orders. I'm a little bit surprised by the Pats line here against you know against Houston. I thought they would be favored by more. Frankly, I thought it'd be over a touchdown. All right, Saints lines nine and a half. They were eleven and five last year. I, I don't I to me this line should be ten. I don't know why the Packers would have a higher line than the Saints. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they should have the same line as the Rams and Vikings. I think you know the, the top. I mean, it's a three-team division. It is tough. It's hard to be better than the Panthers and the Falcons. Like that's not easy. Um, but it's a really good team. The young defense was impressive. This is a team that should have been in the NFC Championship game. And no offense, to the Vikings, they would have lost for sure. But they would have. They probably would not have gotten destroyed like the Vikings did in that game. Well, they probably would not have lost by thirty. Yeah, they probably like Drew Brees probably does not score seven points in that game. Yeah, well, he scored zero against the Vikings in the first half, but yeah. Um, he, you know, I, I don't know. When I did my very first uh, in the beginning of August, like a month ago, my predictions of every game mm-hmm. of the season, I had the Saints going 8-8. Eight and eight. 
which kind of surprised me. Uh, then I redid it, and I had him going 10 and 6. I, I, so I'll, I would take the over, but if it was a 10, it would be sort of like the Rams. I, I would be very uh, nervous if it was a 10. So I think 9.5 is actually probably the right number. Okay. The Giants, number 7, I, I think that's just too high. I think the number should be 6.5. Yeah. Definitely going uh, Again, that. I think the Cowboys are going to suck. So, like, there is... is Eli Manning gets worse yeah. every year. Like, what, what? There's no reason to have confidence. The weapons are really good. I, like, I, I think the weapons are really, really good. Like, Ingram looked great as a the rookie. The division is so bad. Like, they, you know, they should be able to win. If if they don't win minimum of two games against Dallas and Washington, then they're, you know, they're lucky, then they're lucky to go 6 I mean, Be- Beckham, Shepard, Ingram, and Barkley, like, is there are there two teams in the league that could match that? I don't think there are. Well, the, I'd rather have the Vikings. You'd rather have Thielen, sure. Diggs, Rudolph, and Cook. All right, that's reasonable, but they're in the same ballpark. Yeah. You yeah. could argue. I mean, Beck, Beckham is elite, but I think those other guys uh-huh. are all overrated. I mean, and Bar- Bar- Barkley's probably really. I, close, I and yeah. I Evan Evan Ingram had good numbers last year because they had no one else to throw to because everybody listen, was injured. It's but for a rookie is that tight end, a good that, tight end. I don't know. Usually one of the slowest positions for rookies to develop. I think. Yeah, and Sterling Sharp. I don't understand that. Sterling Sharp has been retired Sharp, for twenty Sharp, years. Yeah. He was on primetime yeah. for a long time. I understood the No, Shepard is good. If you watch him play, you're like, oh, like, oh, he's good. Again, and Eli Mann has yeah. been throwing the ball. He, if if you put him in there as, uh, you know, the Eagles second receiver. I don't what they're doing. They're doubling, they're, they're doubling down on Eli. You know, Pat Shermer is forced to, you know, have this 37-year-old quarterback who's... Right, and also, worse, right, like Shermer could absolutely like. suck. That Like, yes, they're going from a quarter... Uh, usually teams that go from, like, a John Fox-esque coach that's incompetent, like the Raheem Morris, you know, situation with the Bucs. Like, We've seen him before. Yeah. Yeah, as there's as no way coach, he's he's great. Bill Belichick. Like he sucks. Uh, I'm going under. I don't. I'd like the if the Giants are probably going to be six and ten or seven and nine. But there's no way. This number seven. Yeah. So you're betting on them to go eight and eight, and I just don't think it's happening. Yeah. Then the, they might get off to a hot start, yeah. and then like they could beat the Jaguars. Let's say week one, and people are going to be saying like, "Oh, Eli's back," but it's it's not going to happen. Also, like the Jaguars might end his career in week one. Like if that offensive line, which has been in flux, you know, basically a complete turnover. Um, all off season, like they could just absolutely murder him. The Jaguars might be the team this year that just like ends quarterback seasons. Who was the team last year who was ending every quarterback season? Well, the Vikings ended Aaron. The Vikings ended Aaron Rodgers. Like I think the Dolphins did a couple years ago with Sue. The uh, somehow walking off the field against the Saints ended Sam Bradford season. Still don't understand. How um. All right, the Jets at six. I, I think the Jets are bad. Boy, they have been riding a lot of hype. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm gonna bet the over here because you you still push at six and ten. Now, do I think they could do better than eight and eight? No way. Like I said, horrible offensive line, zero tight ends, horrible pass rush, overpaid secondary. Like people, the Jets put so much money and or draft picks into the secondary picks in first round pick and a second round pick in last year's draft for the safeties which in hindsight seems insane when people are finding safeties on the street and then Trumaine Johnson who was like not one of the top 20 corners in football last year they're paying 15 million dollars they're paying him to be an absolute shutdown corner and Mars Claiborne who was fine um the, and Buster Screen gets how many of how many of your team's 22 starters would be starting on my team I mean it's tricky it's really tricky because the like, the things that the Jets are good at. Like, the receiving core is really underrated. Like, Robbie Anderson is a legitimate deep threat. There's only a couple guys in the league like him. Anunwa uh, was great in 2016. Anunwa oh was really good. Anunwa <laughs> was a really good player. He was good in 2016. I'm not saying he's better than Thielen It shows Jake. how bad the Jets receivers have been over the last 30 years of your fandom that you think Anunwa was No, I know Anunwa was good. Like, Anunwa was good in 2016. He had a rib oh. injury, so it shouldn't affect him in 2018. It's not like he's coming back from Achilles' injury. 
Anunu, and and he's like the best blocking tight end and blocking receiver in football. Like he is an actual good player, Anunua. So uh, Anderson, Anunua, and then like Curse and Pryor. Like it's not a terrible. He was really really good in a year when he had fifty catches and four touchdowns. Got it. Really, he, was, really good. he I, you know who's throwing to him? Ryan Fitzpatrick's corpse. Ryan Fitzpatrick had a great season no, that year. Yeah, it was three a years. That's that year. three years ago. Fitzpatrick had two years on the Let's Jets. See. It was good and then bad. Oh yeah, oh no, yeah, he was he really was bad. Really he bad. He was really bad. Yeah, no, the year before it was Marshall. And, and they Decker. had Bryce. Wait, they had Bryce Petty start for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bryce Petty. Yeah, no. Anunu is Anunu was a good player. Um, right. and then but then they have like the Powell Crowell thing, uh, who are like two of the the exact same guy basically. Powell's a little better at receiving, but like those guys should be backups in 2018. They should not be your one two. Yeah. Now McGuire was supposed to be maybe going to end up getting the, the carries, yeah. but he's already getting. And, and again, and Moore was starting uh, Bilal Powell along with Nathan. Well, Peter the problem with Powell, if Powell or Kroll, if they announce one of them was a starter, this team runs all day, so that's not a bad. Well, Powell was really good at the second half of two years ago when Matt Forte. Yeah, no, le- Powell fact, had a few good the fantasy. The aforementioned Moore wrote him to a title in our fantasy. Powell uh, was good in fantasy like the four times they gave him fifteen carries last year. It just. They would go. Yeah. They would go. No, no, two years no this ago. past yeah. last in 2017, he had a few good oh, games. Last year, he was. Uh, they, yeah. He just never got. They, they just kept going away from him and going back to Forte's corpse. So, uh, I'm going over the Raiders at eight. This uh, this number already has to be. This this these numbers are from a few days ago. This uh, but right before the Mac trade, this number has to be at like seven now or two or something. <laughs> I mean, if you could still get the Raiders at eight, which there's no way you still can, should we say this number seven? The John Gruden era is almost like the Trump era, and like we knew it was going to be abysmal, and somehow it's worse. Yeah, or Hackenberg. I'd say hack like the Hackenberg thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talk about the like the Rick DiPietro fifteen year contract with the Islanders. Like when it was signed, there was a zero percent chance of success, and like somehow it went yeah. off the rails sooner. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they could go three and thirteen, and people could be calling for Gruden's head. Not that they're going to fire him before they even move to Las like, Vegas, and they have two more years. Like. Uh, you know, they're too cheap probably to fire him. But, yeah, this could get ugly so fast. He's going to be firing coordinators yeah. in, like, week three. Um, yeah. Now, it, uh, like, sort of flip side of the coin, you know, Carr's bad, but he's, like, a competent NFL quarterback, sort of. Um, they, their receivers are like, all right, well, maybe if Martavis Bryant couldn't even make the team, like, maybe the receiving core is decent. Um, By the way, they traded a third-round pick for him, and he, he didn't play a down for this team. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's pretty crazy. What are they doing? The middle of the third-round pick, and, yeah. and they cut yeah. him. Uh, yeah, no, there's not a lot of talent, but, like, also the offense should move the ball. Yeah. But, obviously, this is All not right, Let's go to the Eagles. The Eagles at 10. Shamir, Shamir would have taken the over on 12. It's a 10. We don't even know when we're getting Carson Wentz. Yeah, the now. fact that they already said Foles is the starter – uh, How hot of a take would it be to take? It's the not a hot there? take because you're basically betting that Foles, who's going to suck, who's not going to be nearly as good as he was last year. Yeah, the the Vig is pretty even. Yeah, both ways, it is so, pretty yeah. close. Um, I'm yeah. gonna. You should have seen at our draft last night uh, how Shamir showed up. He had a uh, he had a Chase Utley shirt, and I don't mean like a jersey. I mean like the shirt was like basically like Chase Utley's okay. body. It was like a really weird shirt he was mm-hmm. wearing. Um, it was like a wrap around like bike. Did he have a, did he have a like, ring? Of ch- he did not have a ring, but he he was draped in an Eagles flag. There was a lot. He of, also uh, had Eagles the he had the, the trophy, right? Didn't you say he won the championship last year? We ha- we had a trophy presentation. Yeah, he received. A okay, trophy. that's only because the 2016 winner didn't give it to him for a year because. Oh, he just got it last night. You're supposed to get it when the yeah. league ends. You're saying. Yeah, he should have got it in January. Now it, it is. I guess he wasn't willing to pay for shipment, and it is a big thing to schlep. Well, I think so. you have to make a rule in your league, like the winner has to has to pay for shipping. 
Well, they do, but but I mean, but the winner and loser both work in New York City within a couple right. They could he could have just brought it to work, not look like a huge loser, bring his giant fantasy football yeah. trophy. To work. I mean, it, 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 the problem with that trophy because it's so big and it's so square, it doesn't fit in any kind of luggage or any kind of box mm-hmm. or any backpack or any anything. Yeah. So when you go on public transportation, you have to hold it, and yeah, you do not look cool. <laughs> on a, on a As Chester would know, because humble brag, he's won yeah. uh, like four times. Yes. Um, yeah, I've won four times, but you should have a belt. I think it should be a belt, since, not a trophy. To be honest. I haven't won since 2012. But as I said, like back when I was winning, I think there was a way to distinguish yourself. Now everyone in our league has a one in twelve chance. Like there's no there's no way to be good at fantasy football anymore. Yeah, 2012. There was you no know? information out it's there. It's like it's like, it's like blackjack. There's a plateau. Like you have to know how to play. Well, you, you should make the rules like, more complicated. That's has, what I that's what I try and do in leagues. Like yeah, that's yeah, that's what we keep doing. We keep making make the rules more complicated and sort sort of like give give the people who spend more Just time it on it yeah. uh, uh, more of a chance all right yeah. i'm going over in 10 yeah, exactly. but I, I totally get why someone would go under i don't think it's a hot take because again i don't yeah. there, you think wentz is playing week two i think no way if he if he might be healthy enough to play week two why is he already you know four or five days before well, that on week one. one so yeah, i don't think I there's a chance you. uh yeah. 10 and a half for the steelers that number is too high the steelers are totally fine mm-hmm. But I just betting on them winning eleven games when it might be totally unnecessary to win that division. I just I just bid eighty on Le'Veon Bell in our draft last night, and now I find out that he might not even play Week One. So I hope Man, he really he's not even he's there. not there. But people have not been picking yeah. Bell as if he's not going to be there, which is weird because in the past we've seen it. Like, hey, we don't know. Uh, oh, I saw that. The last five years in Week One, he has like two DNPs, and then he had thirty-two yards last year against the, the uh-huh. Browns. So yeah, not ideal. Um, I, I got nothing else to say about this team, which is why we didn't do a podcast about them. Um, well, I should say I'd be a fan of them. Don't don't being a fan of the Steelers. That would be lame. That would obnoxious. be lame. Can I complain? Can I tell you a bowling story? A bowling story? Yeah, tell yeah. me a bowling okay, story. So first, of all, I think I, I I think I lied on this podcast because a few weeks ago you said that like your career high was one sixty. One sixty four done three times. One sixty four done three times. Yeah. Uh, okay. So in my head, my high is one something eight, but I don't think it was one sixty eight. I think it was probably like one fifty eight, one forty eight, one thirty eight. It's really bad to be is, your high. And one sixty four well, is a okay, lame well, high. Uh, Okay, well, as I said, I go bowling once every four years. Okay. I never bowl. And when I do, when I do, like, if I get under 100, that's embarrassing. 100 to 120 is, like, fine. fine. If I break 120, I'm, like, I'm like really happy with Same myself. Here. Same here. I, breaking so I 100 should, so is, I to, uh, is, it has to be the basic goal. If you get double digits, yeah, 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 you should fine. just throw yourself down the lane. Yeah, yes, agreed. So uh, I went bowling Saturday night. It was a bat mitzvah bowling party. Uh, because we're Sabbath observant, we showed up to the party, like, late mm-hmm. because the party was, you know, already in full swing. For two hours. So we show up to the party like 9.15 or 9.30, mm-hmm. whatever. And then unbeknownst to me, at 10 o'clock, everything's going dark. They're like, they're like turning off the mm-hmm. lights. Okay. Yeah. So I, I get in this game and I'm bowling with my son and a bunch of other little kids. So it's not exactly moving quickly. And I get a seven the first one. Do you have is, bumpers okay, on your lane? Good. It, they're electronic. Oh, so they bumpers, move so they back and forth. And and okay. Yeah yeah. 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 I mean, I don't have the bumpers. Obviously. <laughs> well, because that um, would be funny if you told us the story, but you were actually yeah. bumper bowling. Yeah, exactly. I'd hide that information. After my opening seven, I go strike, strike. First chance at a turkey, miss it, but I get spare. Another strike. Then I get like a nine. Then I get another strike. And then it goes dark when I'm in my eighth frame. Mm-hmm. So I was at 130-something or 140-something. I forget. Like I was unquestionably on pace for my greatest bowling performance of all time. Mm-hmm. And the thing went dark. And I actually went to like the, the lady who was working there, and I'm like, can we get another five minutes here? I just like I desperately wanted to just you know try and finish off my game, but I also didn't want to look like – that competitive because I was playing against a bunch of yeah. You tried to beat your son. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. But you're bowling against yourself. You're not bowling against the competition. So, yeah. So that was too. And bad. they didn't turn it back on. Now sometimes on Saturday night when I was no. a kid, like they would they would have like sort of like 
glow-in-the-dark type bowling. That's not what this was. You know, one of the downsides of our, like, very technically, like, back when we were kids, you went bowling, you had to keep track yourself on a piece of paper. No, I know. Maybe he'd been in Minnesota, not New York. When I was really little, you had electric bowling when you were six not when years I was old. Six. No, not when Come I was on. six. But but yeah. by the time I was in, not not for a long time. Now, if when we used Probably to go upstate near sure. camp, they would they would they didn't have it for a long time. But anyways, my point is that like so we had six people playing in our lane, but like three of them left halfway through the game. But like on the technological system to figure out how to skip a bowler is like so complicated. No, just bowl for them. You just bowl for them. Yeah, I know, but that but then it takes the time. My point well, is, well, not I if you get strikes every time, then you only have to throw one instead of two balls. That's the trick. Yeah, that's Yo, the trick. that. By anyway, the way, that's I'm like the um, king of ac- getting strike for the person we're trying to rush, but then getting like a three for yeah, myself. Yeah, and then not for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so I never got to finish that game of bowling. So great, that's so that's great bowling story. The Niners are eight and a half. Uh, it's a really tough number. All right. Oh, I have another oh, rant. Okay. So in our in our league of leagues, I traded Ezekiel Elliott for Jarek McKinnon <laughs> on oh, Friday. Oh yeah, well, who would have known? No, wait, I mean, you have to explain. Like there was more. Uh, there was someone else in that trade, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I got Michael Thomas okay. also, and and, and he got right, the yeah, difference yeah, between Zeke guys, but, and but, Thomas isn't that huge. Anyways, the point is that my co-owner was really against it. He's complaining, complaining. I agree. I thought it was a weird trade. Like, well, it, it got worse because Jerick McKinnon's ace. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You basically <laughs> just traded Zeke for uh, for Thomas, which is a horrible trade. But yeah, you know, sometimes. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you thought I was losing the trade when I had Jerick McKinnon, yeah, it doesn't get better when uh, Jerick McKinnon's. Case. All right, let's talk about two. So let's talk about bad. two NFC West. Yeah. And so, by the way, I just cost myself like fifteen hundred dollars because uh, our baseball team's in free fall. No, you know, uh, our cost. I think you're still going to win. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, I'm not winning right now. I'm behind Larson, who I just gave Zeke. Larson has no basketball my... team, though. Yeah, but he's going to get a Larson four in basketball. In first place. All right, nobody cares. No, about he's going to get. If like you an care eight about this, send us an email, yeah. and we'll tell you privately. All right, yeah. the the Niners at eight and a half, the Seahawks at eight. Let's talk about them together because I think yeah. the Cardinals are going to be bleh and the Rams are going to be good. Uh no, this, San Francisco should not be eight and a half. This is ridiculous. They should be eight, and then you can take the over, and you can be proud yeah. of yourself. Eight and a, they they have not earned eight and a half. When's the last time they had above five hundred record? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm going over. I I th- I, th- I agree. This number, if it was eight, everyone would bet the over, which is why the number is eight and a half. This is like it wouldn't shock me if again they were a what were they one in ten, and then and then they finished six and ten. Okay, the last time that they were won more than eight games. Uh, I had no children. Oh, no, I had one child. Now I have three. Uh, Colin Kaepernick was uh, probably the best quarterback in the NFL. Now he, uh, you know, is a spokesman for, for Nike. Yeah, I'm definitely going. I'm, anyway. It's a hard under for me for the Steelers. You, you, you burned all your Nike gear, correct? <laughs> yeah, we saw we saw that kid with the uh, – you saw the kid, right? Uh, uh, yeah, unfortunately, there's two of them, yeah, actually. Not there's another one also. Um, yeah. <laughs> nah, listen, getting rid great, of trash for times. Um, Seahawks yeah. at eight, <laughs> Niners at eight and a half. Um, I'm going under with the Seahawks. Yeah, so I, I, it's I'm, a tepid over for the Niners, but it's a hardcore under for the Seahawks. So for me, it's the other way around. I definitely go under on San Francisco. On Seattle, I would probably push, but push comes to shove, I would take. I the think under. the, the Niners really need some more there. skill players. Like yes, they had McKinnon, which I wasn't super high on, but and, but he would have been useful. The hype on Marquise Goodwin is so out of control; it's just yeah. ridiculous. Well, you started it. You you started the Goodwin hype, but now it's now he's like a wide receiver one. I started it. How did I start it? I, w- I was trying to not keep him in our. You league were very high on him. You were like, "Oh, look at his numbers. Actually, Goodwin was blah 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 blah." With Garoppolo. I was not high on him at all. I, would, I didn't want to keep him. I wanted for, to you keep, uh, sent Darryl me like here are Goodwin's numbers with Garoppolo. I said Goodwin is trash. He's not. He's not keepable. You're like. 
if I said this, it was so long ago before everyone else. In the it was. That's what I'm saying. You started it, and then you jumped uh, off the bandwagon the second it happened. Very strange. Yeah. The Bucks six and a half. I, I'm going to drop a hot take right now. After drop going the, the opposite way the whole preseason, the more I look at the numbers and how he's been playing, I think Jameis Winston's going to have a good year. That doesn't mean the Bucks are going to be good, but I and and if they're zero three when it comes back, he's in a massive NFC hole, just a crazy NFC hole that I don't know yeah. how to get out of, and I can't imagine Fitzpatrick's winning too many games. But I think Jameis got better at the end of last year. He's looked really sharp all preseason. Um, I th- I think Jameis is going to have a good year. I think he knows that like his career is on the line this year, and he's ha- and he has to have a big year, and you know eventually he's going to want to get really paid. I th- okay, now now here's the problem for you. Uh, you said if they're in an zero and three, they're in a big hole. They're starting against the Saints, Eagles. Yeah, I know they're going to be on no three. Yeah, we discussed three. this with uh, yeah. with our Tampa Bay fan. But I'm just saying James is going to have a good year. I'm not saying the Bucks are winning the Super Bowl. I don't, right. I don't even know if they're going to go over okay, six so and a half. Okay, uh, now are they going to beat the Bears in Chicago? Yeah, I mean this is a, we had this conversation with with the with the word of the yeah. Bay guy. Like that that's and then, the whole by the way, season. And then they go at Atlanta, like at Atlanta week six. They're not going to win a game until like like Halloween. It's a problem. Almost. It's a problem. But I don't think it's because of Jameis. Yeah, I mean it's because of Jameis. Like you know, off yeah, the field it was Jameis. Yeah, but. I'm taking the under. They got three good teams. I'm also division. going to take the under, but under. I'm also saying that Jameis has a really oh. good year. Oh, after all. Uh, and then, all right, so Jameis' counterpart in the AFC, Mariota, they're at eight. They won nine last year. It's a much tougher division this year because Luck is back and Watson's back. Uh, I think Mariota also has you know, his best year. I don't think he throws 13 touchdowns again, but uh, but I, I think it's easy to bet the under because I just don't think they're going nine and seven again, the Titans. The Titans are the Panthers to me. You know, they play in sort of the same part of the country. Mm-hmm. They don't have like a really broad national following. Yeah. Their uniforms are like this weird teal color. I like their uniforms. And I'm taking the under. Okay. Uh, They've both been in more Super Bowls than they deserve to be. All right, Washington at seven. It's a, it, it's tough because I said the Cowboys are going to suck and I said the Giants are going to suck. Like this can't be like that. Oh, but and hold on. And the Titans are the last thing we didn't do a podcast about. So why should Sam be a Titans fan? They haven't won. You could sort of like retroactively like be upset about the Kevin Dyson play. Um, you know, there's no Mike Munchak. You like you could have been a Mike Munchak fan a few years ago. That would have been bad. Um, I don't think Vrabel's going to be a great coach. I don't like. I I just I, he might be, but I don't I don't see any reason to think that he's going to be like a great a great leader for like Mariota as like who's got ten more years left with the Titans if he stays healthy. Um. So I'm not sure you should be. Uh, Washington at seven. I'm going to actually go over. I think Alex Smith is good. That's not not a hot take. But I just think, like, there's two other kind of bad teams in that division. So, like, for them to go seven and nine, it's like talking about the Dolphins or the Jets going seven and nine. Like, it's super easy. And this team has more talent than the Dolphins and the Jets. Like, there's some good players yeah, on defense. Yeah, they're in a much, much, much – they're in a much tougher yeah. conference. They're in an easy Yeah, but they have the two games against the Giants, two games against the Cowboys. Those are winnable. And I don't know – when's yeah. the first time they play um, Philly? I'm not sure, but I don't know. Look, I've been on I've been on the Alex Smith train, you know, for like his entire career pretty much, it seems like at this point. But I think I'm taking the under on yeah. this team. I'm just I'm taking the under on most NFC teams because it's just there's too many good teams in the And NFC. someone's gonna have to win the game, so unless like two teams are going sixteen and 0. Uh yeah. All right, so is there anything we need to do before playoff picks? What else did we say we we're gonna do? Um well intermission. I wanna read you some good wire teams. All right, give me read me some good wire team sucks, then we'll do playoff picks, then we'll end Okay. With uh with All right, <laughs> Venus DeMilo. This is for the Bears. Venus DeMilo has better hands than Jordan Howard. You, I'm supposed to guess who they're talking about, but I guess if you say Jordan Howard. Uh, well, I mean, it's yeah. obvious. Yeah. Um, do you, um, one of my favorite lines ever, especially when I was a kid, was from Robin Hood Men in Tights when, um, when uh, Blinken says, oh, Robin, you've lost your hands in battle, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? But you've grown no. some nice boobs. All right. 
Yeah, so Jordan Howard, Venus DeMilo, and uh, that statue, no hands. All right. Uh, the last time the Dolphins won a playoff game, they had a Jewish quarterback, and Bill Clinton was president. Okay. Not ideal. Mm-hmm. The Lions took the two good things about the Lions, namely no cheerleaders and no accused rapists on staff, and did away with both of them. <laughs> All righty. So apparently the Lions hire cheerleaders, which is uh, you know, not ideal for Matt Patricia, so hopefully he keeps his hands to himself. Uh, since 2013, you're not laughing at any of these. Maybe this is not a good segment. Mm-hmm. Since 2013, Jim Kelly has beaten cancer more times than the Bills have beaten the Patriots. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all right. That's fine. Mahomes got Mahomes, Mahomes got a Roman numeral. The man thinks he's a Super Bowl. Um, two deaths in the stadium parking lot. One playoff win. Got really dark for the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. Let's let's go to the uh, let us go to the playoff predictions. Yeah. Hold on. I th- this is not a wire team sucks. This was the New Orleans Times Picayune uh, after the uh, the the wild card game between Carolina and New Orleans. The headline was the Panthers already have a new owner. The New Orleans Saints. All right. That's pretty good. That's up. That's pretty spicy for a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And, all, and I just want to read you. This was my favorite entry this year in Wire Team Sucks. Uh, this is a, a World Cup-themed um, entry, actually. And uh, for the record, I don't believe any of the story. I think the entire thing's made up, but it's still a great story. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the, the, the submitter, his name is D. All he has is the letter D. The Bengals-Ravens Week 17 game last year started on New Year's Eve at 11 p.m. local time in Croatia. We had to win the game to get into the playoffs while the Bengals had nothing to play for. Flacco actually played pretty good in the second half of the season, going 5-1 after the bye. All things considered and against all the lessons of previous few seasons, I was feeling pretty positive and optimistic. Like an asocial jerk, I brought my laptop to a party at a friend's place and promptly holed myself up in a bedroom when the game started, only going out during halftime and time to grab a new drink. The party was great and everybody was slowly getting horribly drunk, including me. This is where the lies begin. I clearly remember two very hot female friends offering to join me in the bedroom at some point during the fourth quarter. I really had no idea what they were thinking considering I was wearing my lucky black Flacco jersey. Also, you're making this up. I also remember somehow packing up my laptop seconds after the immortal Andy Dalton tore an Andy Reid-sized hole in our legendary defense on the very last play. The next thing I know, I'm getting an Uber and leaving, while all the people at the party, including the above-mentioned girls, staring horrified at my deathly pale face and asking if someone died. F me for starting to love this effing team in football since 2011. Wait, why is this guy complaining? He started to love a team in 2011 and they won the Super Bowl the next year. So I don't understand this Croatian mm-hmm. fan. Um, uh, F Joe Flacco for having the best season. Blah, 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 blah. And um, he complains, and that these two girls wanted to have a threesome with him, but he was too upset about the Ravens losing. So it's clearly a lie, but uh, I thought it was a very entertaining story. Great story. So good job making up that all right, story. Uh, D from Croatia. All right, uh, tell me your division winners. Let's talk. Let's let's do quick picks for the uh, for the season, and we're going to do week one picks. All right. Well, are we going in the traditional order, starting the NFC North? Oh, or how shut we up. <laughs> all right. Start with the AFC. It's East, North, South, West, like everyone considers it. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, we have no disagreement on the Patriots, obviously. Right? Yes, Patriots are going to win the AFC East. Okay. NFC North, you go first. Yeah, the Steelers. Yeah, okay, fine. I was hoping something. Okay, in the South, this is the only one where it could be interesting. Do we both have the Jaguars? No, I have the now? Texans winning the division. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have the Texans. Jaguars uh, getting one of the wild card spots. And I have the Chiefs over the Jaguars, but the Chargers taking that sixth spot. What about you? Yeah, I mean, the AFC West to me is the hardest division in the AFC. Well, it's hard. I mean, um, I don't think the Raven, Raiders are part of the equation, and I'm not sure the Broncos are. So it's not that hard in the sense that, like, only two teams could win it. But you could say that about one or two teams about most of these divisions. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think I'll go with uh, the Chargers very cautiously with nine and seven. Okay. And, yeah, I, I think the division, the wildcard teams for me right now would probably be, you know what, I'm also, I'm going to say Baltimore. We'll go nine and seven. We'll get the second wildcard. All righty. Yeah. Yeah, I, Baltimore uh, is my seventh so best team have, in the division. And the yeah. Jets can it's, hope it's, to be it's, the eighth. It's hard. 
it's hard for me to find anything different from last year, and I know there will be, so I'm obviously missing something. I mean, I don't count Houston as being different because everybody sort of, you know, writes off Houston as a one, one year. But, yeah, I just I, – I hate to say it. I don't see any team beating the Patriots. I think this whole conference thinks, and I think the Patriots going back to the Super Bowl. Well, okay. So, yeah, I have I have the uh, – let's say the, the Jaguars over the Chiefs, the Texans over the Chargers, and then Pats over the Jaguars, and I have Texans over the Steelers. Yeah, that's fine. And – but nobody's going into New England. Well, no, I have the Texans making the Super Bowl. Oh, you do? Yes. Oh, okay. I have the Texans wow. beating the Patriots. I think, right. yeah, obviously, this is contingent. So are you on okay sh- with me having spent 73 on Deshaun Watson? Yeah, I think Deshaun Watson ceiling is is literally the, is like, you know, uh, Dante Culpepper in, in 90. Uh, well, hold on. Uh, We've already seen his ceiling. Last year was his ceiling. He was a rookie. See, that's why what you're saying is crazy. He was a rookie. But the numbers yeah, he put yes, up. Yes, a few of the deep touchdowns to Will Fuller the fifth were definitely unsustainable. Yeah. I agree. But just like in terms of him getting better, it's reasonable. If they if they had a mediocre offensive line to me, they're an obvious like Super Bowl contender. A lot of people think their offensive line is the worst. And now again, there's eight different like beat writers saying that about their team. Um, but I, I just think if like I don't know. I, I think this is a really good team. And listen, Lamar Miller doesn't excite anybody. There's no tight end and exciting people, but I, I, I the defense is it, it, the pass rush isn't really matched in the AFC if they get anything out of Watt, which I'm, by the way I'm not sure they can, but I think even without Watt this team could make the Super Bowl. Uh, NFC, I have the Eagles winning division. Now, what if what if someone told us though? How about this experiment? If someone said Wentz doesn't play this season, the whole yeah, year, we, are we still picking the Foles led Eagles to win the division? It's it's just so hard because is it the Foles we saw in his two last games? Probably not last year, or is it the Foles we saw every? <laughs> is Nick every Foles going to be a superstar? I think we're betting no. Well, no, but 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 the pro, but it, can he can he be passable? Can this team get to eight and eight or nine and seven? Even because I think that's what can win this division. Yeah. That, well, that's why I think it's an interesting question. You know what? All right, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to pick Washington. You're saying that Washington, but it no, is, this is in a real cir- circumstance where Wentz yeah, might play oh, 15 no, games. No, I'm picking the Eagles, but but I'm 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 picking the Eagles. Okay, so the Eagles win the division. I'm pick, and I'm picking Washington. I'm picking Washington to go six and ten. But if somehow Wentz is oh, out wait, the so do you have Washington year, as the uh, sixth seed? No, I have not winning six games. Oh, you total. just said ten and six. I I took the under. Oh, okay. No, I said six, six and, and ten. Sorry. But magically, they would become inspired by a uh, Carson okay. Wentz. Absence. Yeah, they would win more than two more games because of the Wentz not being. Yes. Exactly. All right, I have the Vikings yeah. winning the division and the Packers missing the playoffs at nine and seven. Yeah, I have the Packers. Uh, just with Aaron Rodgers, I'm always afraid of the Packers. I'm going to give them a wild card. Uh, I've got the Saints winning the South and the Falcons getting the other wild, getting a wild card spot. I have the. I'm going to. I'm going to flip that. I have the Falcons winning the division mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And do you have the Saints? Yeah, and so I you have the Panthers the missing the playoffs, yeah. or are they your sixth seed? I have the Panthers. I have the Panthers missing the playoffs. No, my wild cards are the Packers and the Saints. Okay, fine. So then my wild cards are the Falcons and the 49ers. I have the 49ers and the and the Packers at nine and seven. Yeah, you're all over the Falcons. Now I just picked the Rams. I picked all the same teams in every division. That's obviously not going to happen. So we're being way too chalky. Well, you, I mean, I I at least have some. I, first of all, I have the Texans oh, yeah, okay, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you, you're you, being chalky. You, you have Houston going. Uh, to school, so I, I, I have the ball. Falcons upsetting the Rams in the playoffs. The Saints killing the Niners. And then um, I have the Falcons over the Eagles, the Saints over the Vikings, and then the, the all NFC South um, NFC Championship game. I have the Saints beating the Falcons. So my Super Bowl is very southwestern. I have the Saints Texans in the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. And who's your Super that Bowl? Like a terrible game. Uh, what do you mean, Drew Brees uh, versus Deshaun Watson for all the marbles? That could be exciting. 
Would it be would, would it be trolling to say uh, Vikings? Patriots? No, I don't think it's tro- trolling no. at all. You think that's what it's? I mean, listen, you're moving away from the Eagles. No, no. In, in I assume heart, you're going to pick. In my heart, do I think the, the, Vi- no. the, the, the Saints? In my heart, I do not think the Vikings are going to so, uh, go to the Super Bowl. I think they're going to lose. So who Bowl. do you have? Do you have the Saints? You have the Falcons. <sighs> I don't. Know. Why are you making me do this? We're, because we're doing playoff picks. Who cares? Just make your picks. Doesn't mean anything. In, in, in t- well, okay. So I'm going to say the Vikings then, because I'm going to. And who do you have winning? The Patriots or the Vikings? Well, I mean, let's be realistic. There's only so much irrationality. So you have Passover Vikings. I am, I I'm going to pick the Saints over the Texans. I really wanted to pick the Texans because I think it's even like a scorching or take, but I have to stick with what's realistic, and I don't think the Texans. I mean, you, no, it's not a score. You took Dolphins over Cardinals a couple years ago. That was yeah, scorching. It was going to happen. I just missed a couple yeah. uh, couple bounces. Um, yeah. All right. What else do we have to discuss here? We, oh, we have to guess the week, week one, one picks. Uh, all right, quick quick interlude. Well, uh, give me some thoughts because a couple of people have asked very quick thoughts on the 32-team draft. There were like 15 people traded during the draft. The draft took about a week. Um, it, was, it was much more hardcore than I thought. Um, I hope people are active. My fear is it's not on like ESPN. People might forget about the site if their team is bad the first few weeks. Like it's the, I, I, you, know, you should really always do things on the main sites where people have other teams. But uh, what, do you, what, do you think about, uh, what do you think about the 32-team league? Uh, honestly, there's too many teams to be able to like understand. Do you think we have? A, do you think we have a good team? Our team is, we have uh, we we got Saquon at 11 because a couple people had to go. Like yeah. someone went QB early. It's still Saquon falling to 11 was. We have Mariota as our quarterback. We we got a four game suspended Mark Ingram as like our second sort of star player. We have Jack Doyle yeah. as our tight end, Devontae Parker and Gallup as our as our main receivers. We have the Denver defense, yeah. Minnesota kicker. That's a team kicker, not a player. We have, we have yeah. like, I mean, backup look, running backs, our, our Spencer Ware right. and Kenneth uh, Dixon. Yeah. Who's Gerald Everett? He's the Rams tight end. Who's Gerald Everett? Oh, no, uh, he's on our t- he's in our slot, but we didn't pick him. It's a trade. What do you mean in our he's slot? In, he's on our team about. slot, but we didn't actually pick him. Oh, oh I'm looking at the rosters, actually. Yeah, no, I was looking so, at, the, yeah. at the draft. Uh, and we yeah. have Blaine I mean, Gabbert I, on I our fantasy know. team. <laughs> Did Antonio uh, Gates get picked? In the draft? Uh, he, well, so here's the funny thing. He was auto-picked by somebody. Oh, no, he was actually picked un-auto-picked. He, he was picked strategically by somebody. So, yes. Okay. Yeah, so Antonio, someone who has Antonio Gates is actually doing okay. Yeah. Well, the reason I brought it up is what's funny is because this website does, does not allow you to add guys who aren't in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So a couple people who got auto-picked guys who are out of the league, like Eric Decker or whatever, yeah. they couldn't add him. So, yeah, so if that would have happened to Gates, it would have been unfortunate for somebody. But actually, Gates was available. I guess this site knew that Gates was coming. Okay, great. Uh, all right, week one picks. Yeah, let's do let's do quick that. picks done. for week one. No spread guessing. That'll be back next week. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eagles are gonna win. Well, right, right. give me the give, no. Give me the spreads. Not, no spread guessing. Not we're picking without the spread. Oh. Oh, actually, let's okay. do one thing Why quickly. Not, let's do one thing. Wait. What? What are we doing? Um. We. Uh, someone gave us a few survivor entries into a really big survivor pool. So we're each going to, okay. me and you are going to have one, but then we're going to do one for the podcast and one for the podcast listeners, that they'll have a survivor and anti-survivor okay. entries. Have you made that pick yet for us? Well, I, I did it in our four and one pool, so that's kind of the All right, same. so who, who are we picking? Who's our team picking? Oh, well, I mean, I'll tell you who I picked. Yeah. One. I picked for survivor, I picked the uh, Detroit Lions over your New York Jets. All right, you don't want, you want the Saints over the Bucks. No, because the Saints, like... You know, you, uh, well, uh, this is a huge pool, you said, right? Yeah, you, so you've got to last 17 Well, weeks. you have to last more than 17 because there's a bunch of double weeks at the end of the season also. Yeah, so if, if that's the case, like, you're going to have to take, like, most teams. I would almost be so happy to Detroit. lose that. I'm fine making that pick because, like, if I lost, I, I would be over the moon. 
Like com- imagine, yes, imagine like when, Donald throwing for three when else are you three pick, touchdowns. When else are you picking? When else are you picking the lines this year? Uh, at home against the Bears, maybe. Yeah, you know, that's probably true. Okay, so uh, so you're picking the lines. Uh, the listeners will put up a um, a poll of some sort in the in the Thirty Two Fans Facebook group, and they'll do that. And if somehow the listeners win that pool, it's uh, a lot of money. So we'll figure out a way to. Should we make like a? I don't know. We'll figure out a way to to do something insane with the money or give it to us or something. Um. All right. Yeah. It should be like. Uh. What What's that? What's that phone app game at three o'clock every day that I haven't played in the, months? The, the The quiz game that I'm blanking on also. Yeah. With quiz with yeah, the quiz daddy. Yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. HQ. Yeah. HQ. Yeah. So it can be the same way. We'll divide it up among all the all the listeners. Okay. All right. Um. All right. So we're picking winners and losers. Yeah. Right? Just give me give me the uh, spreads though. Atlanta at Philly. Philly's favored by two and a half. I'm going to go Atlanta just because, uh, you know, Matt Ryan versus Nick Foles. All right. I'm going I'm to pick Philly. So we got a disagreement mm-hmm. there. Doesn't, doesn't the, doesn't the de- defending champ always win this game? Yeah, but listen, they usually have their starting, the guy who won the Super Bowl last year, which in theory, I guess they yeah, do. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, Foles. they do, actually. Yeah. All right. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. We both have Pittsburgh. Uh, Cincy at Indy. Uh, I have Indy. What's that line? Three. It's three. They're even teams. They're uh, I've got uh, Cincy. I have to right. see Locke I mean, taking like the being points. good. Taking the points makes sense, yeah. but I don't know. You know, uh, you know, I don't know why I'm taking Cincinnati winning okay. on the road. All right, Tennessee at Miami. I was surprised. Tennessee's favorite. On yeah, I'm surprised. I'm taking Miami. Yeah, I'm taking Miami also. Um, I think these teams also. You know, I think Tennessee might be a little bit better, but all right, San Francisco at Minnesota. Take the Vikings. What's I mean? Why aren't you giving lines? Oh, because we're not. It's a six point spread. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah. Houston at New England. Uh, Houston's a good anti-survivor pick in week one uh, in New England. Uh, New England is only favored by six and yeah, a half. Yeah, you're, pick, you're I, picking I'm against the best the team points. in the NFL. It's a great anti-survivor pick. Great idea. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. About uh, that. Yeah. I mean, to me, it, New, New England. What's that line? No, six and a half? Touchdown. Yeah, that should be seven and a half. I think so. I'm going to take uh, the Texans because that's just, uh, you know, I'm going to take the Texans. Wait, on the points or to win? No, uh, the Patriots to win, but I'm taking the six and a half points because I love the oh. Texans so much. Yeah, okay. All right, Tampa at New Orleans. This line to me way too low. I guess twelve. It's it's only nine and a half. Yeah, I I, I I'm going to have Sur- New Orleans on Survivor. I think in a bunch of places. Um, yeah, I got it, Fitzpatrick versus yeah. Breeze. I love it. All right, uh, Jacksonville at the Giants. Uh, Jacksonville favored by three. So uh, the Giants hype is uh, not spreading into week no. one. No, I'm going to take the Jaguars just because that this... line's a little low. Oh, you think three is no, low? No, I just mean like I, I don't mean it should be higher. Uh, in New York, I guessed one. I don't mean I it should be higher. I just high. like who's better, the Jaguars. Well, you only need to, you know, it's only three points. Yeah, but uh, the Giants are at home, and you know, it's the, it's the debut of of, of Paid Odell and Saquon, and you know, there could be some fireworks offensively for them. Uh, this to me is is one of the more interesting Week One games. I really don't know what to do. Uh, I'm you took Jacksonville, you said. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm gonna go the other way. I'll I'll pick the Giants. Not not overly strong feelings about that one though. All right, Buffalo. At Baltimore, uh, Baltimore favored by seven. If uh, if Baltimore really was sixth in DVOA, and if Buffalo's really you know like the worst team in the league, seven seems like too little. Baltimore's gonna win this easily, right? Um, what's the line? Seven. Seven. Yeah, I got Baltimore. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kansas City at the Chargers. This one is an easy line. It's three. These teams are both basically. Uh, this the is same. a coin toss game. Don't yeah. really have. Yeah, Chargers don't have much of a. Home I would. Yeah, line. I would take the Chiefs oh. just because you get three points. Yeah, but but to win, I'm going to take the Chargers. I need to see Pat Mahomes do it a little bit before. Yeah, people people saw one pass in in uh, preseason and are yeah. going. Yeah, who are you picking to win this game? 
I would stay away. To me, this is the coin toss game of the week. But I, for uh, spread, but I would pick, pick the. Oh, I picked the Chiefs with the plus three, but picking to actually win, uh, Chargers. Okay, all right. So you're trying to middle that guy, get both of them with a close Chargers win. All right, uh, Seattle at Denver. Uh, this is sort of a poor man's Jacksonville at New York interconference game in which, you know, the road team's probably a little better, but, you know, who knows. Um, no, but I think Seattle's not good. I'm. But do you think Denver's so good? No, I know, I know Denver's not good. Oh. I'm going to take Denver. Denver's uh, pass rush against, we'll, against we'll, uh, the Seahawks' offensive line is going to be ugly. The offensive line, So I like exactly. Denver in this Russell game. Russell Wilson's going to be running for his life. I like Denver. Yeah. All right. Washington, Arizona. Hmm. Uh, this one's a pick, so, uh, you know, which surprised me a little bit. I will take Arizona because I think in week one, Sam Bradford will be good like he was last year. Yeah, week. Arizona for sure. He's healthy. Oh, wow. I thought you were all about uh, Washington. No, I mean, all right, Dallas that game's Car- in Arizona, right? D- Dal- yeah, that game's in Arizona. Dallas to Carolina, probably the, one of the weirdest lines to me. I guessed it would be Carolina by four, and I only thought it was four because Dallas is such a public team. It's Carolina by two and a half. No, it's too low. So they are saying that Dallas is a better team on neutral. Field Dallas thinks, and and we should be the first people to realize that and make money on that before everyone yeah. realizes in two weeks. Yeah. So yeah. So that's an easy one. Yeah, you should pick Carolina there. All right, Chicago at Green Bay. Uh, this one, by the way, is half a point too high. This is seven yeah, and a half. Yeah, that is. I agree. At seven, I would have to think about it. At seven and a half, I'm for sure taking the Bears here. Yeah. So we have the Packers to win, though, yeah. of course. Uh, Jets at Detroit. This is at six and yeah. a half. Um. I mean, you know, for sure the Lions to win, Donald's but I don't. I like six and a half is a decent amount of points. I, I think Darnold. Listen, Darnold's the youngest player to ever start a quarterback. Like that's nuts. He's probably not ever ready. in the in history of the yeah, NFL. Yeah, it's really? insane. He used to be Bledsoe. It's oh, now wow. Darnold. Um. Oh, I don't know. I thought Teddy B was really young. He, Teddy B is still really young, by the way. That's it's crazy how young yeah. Teddy B is. He's like twenty five. Um. Yeah, twenty one. Yeah. He's on his thirteen and twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Lions. I'll, I'm fine taking the Lions here with 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 under a touchdown. I don't know. If, I don't know if there's any like uh, you know evidence of this, or it just seems anecdotal in my head. But I get this feeling that like with these rookie quarterbacks, that they always do great and we yeah, and they regress. Sort of regress. Yeah, when a there's bit. a little tape on them. Yeah, it's not the craziest thing you've yeah, ever. Yeah, so I don't know. All right, so I could see the Jets pulling off an upset here, but I also said the Lions are my survivor pick. So hopefully that doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then the Rams uh, and the late Monday Nighter, the Rams gets Oakland. Uh, it's the start of a long season for Oakland. What's this line? The line is four and a half. Yeah. Which is pretty big for an Oakland team that fancies themselves as a contender, at least to make the playoffs. Oakland fans, if Oakland half fans, fans fancies themselves as a contender, then... Uh... Yeah. All right. No, so the Rams. That means we only have three disagreements, <laughs> yeah, okay. which is I have the home team, Eagles, Colts, Giants, and you have the road team, Atlanta, Cincy, and Jacksonville. So uh, one of us will win. All right. I'm excited for the football season, though. It's sad that we're basically missing... Uh, the first week or I'm missing the first week I'm missing even more than that because I'm, I'm flying back the Vikings are playing the Rams on a Thursday night I'm flying Thursday night uh, I'm missing another game I'm flying on a Sunday when they're playing so I'm missing a lot of the September games unfortunately. that's brutal but uh, hopefully my team will play relevant games well past September alrighty uh, alright this was a long one uh, hope everyone enjoyed the, yeah. the 23 uh, instead of 32 uh, podcast and be back uh, next week with um yeah it's great i'm looking forward to only talking to you once a week as opposed to i know well, go, yeah as opposed to zero times yeah. week, like we've been doing the last few weeks yeah. we've been doing that's, fair. that's fair all right see everybody next week okay bye-bye, bye-bye.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.